I just got my ears cleaned out, but my mouth remains messy AF. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, I may be. <laughs> I mean, how do no, you follow that up? No, you can't. You can't. You can't. I mean, yeah. you can't. Um, okay. My, I may be the dizziest bitch, but I'll set you straight. Oh, so, so good. good. Yeah. No, it was succinct. It was clearly communicated it is what i would expect from today's guest you guys it's andy's girls it's up 324 i just realized my air conditioner is on which i usually turn off to record in schwitz should we keep it should we i i'm bad at this like i can't hear it but i don't know if people can hear it they can hear it well guys i hope you enjoy a little in the background because i want to be cozy and comfortable yeah no you have to guest. be because when you podcast right? even without even with air on like you sweat like a hog i swear i God, sweat like a fucking hog i am like <laughs> i have my air set at literally 64 degrees and i'm still sweating 64 yeah i sleep cold i like it cold in here i do 67 and i thought that was like psycho oh 64, 64. is like not 64 is like a cry for help Wait a second. Yeah. I want to try 64. I, I don't know that my AC could take it. I sleep at six, with it at 64. <laughs> I have to. I I am shaken. One of surely many reveals, guys, on today's episode. Riveting. Let's <laughs> Riveting content. Um, Let me introduce, you know, the person joining me back on the People's People Zoom couch whatnot closet clavis you know her as staff writer at the dip the creator of the iconic bravo historian and host of the magical podcast hot off the mess welcome back samantha bush sam how are we (laughs) i'm you know we're thriving (laughs) we're thriving it's you know i I don't know that i feel like how are you feeling about bravo these days what are your thoughts I actually genuinely, no joke, was seeing some of your Instagram stories earlier, like in the week and was like, I need Sam to come on to tell me how to feel. I actually genuinely need to take my lead from you. Oh, I I need you to I need you to tell me how you feel, because I just watched Beverly Hills, hadn't watched it. It It's literally Friday morning. (laughs) And I am very confused as to what I'm even experiencing as a alleged member of this community probably on a probatory status Mm -hmm. what how are we feeling how are we feeling tell me how to feel I'm feeling confused Mm. I'm feeling Uh exhausted I'm feeling burnt out I'm Mm -hmm. feeling I'm feeling all the feelings granted do I look forward to Beverly Hills every single week do I make sure to have a delicious meal while I watch yes I enjoy every moment. I think they're all out of their fucking minds. Mm-hmm. But I'm enjoying it. But where they lose me is with the Instagram fights, the stories, mm-hmm. the tweets. I can't. I just can't. They need to follow the lead of Real Houses of New Jersey and lock it the fuck up. I don't want to hear a word about what's going on. I don't want to I don't like them fighting on Instagram because then that bleeds into the show because then they're like then they're fighting about what happened on Instagram and I don't want them to fight about that I feel like that's such a good comparison because I feel like the women on Jersey genuinely treat this as a job and the women on Beverly Hills pretend that it's a vocation but it's not so it's like they're saying like the spirit drove me to drag this person or be passive aggressive like the lord from on high andrew cohen came to me in a dream and was like share this dm publicly but that's not what's happening and then i feel like, I actually, honestly, after everything that happened on Instagram over the last couple of days about Kyle and then watching the episode, I'm like, wait, was I misled? Like, are is like 
Bravo previews the drama because I don't even understand yeah. if they're releasing things to get us in a tizzy to then watch the episode. Brian Moylan talks about this in his new recap of Beverly Hills. Are they doing it to get us to watch the episode? Are they doing it because it is so inflammatory? They want to get it out of the system now to exhaust us? Or are they doing it to misrepresent how some of it lands on the episode just to get us talking? Like, I feel like I'm a participant in this thing. And it's like, I should be smarter than this. I'm the dumbest fucking person alive. I I feel so dumb. I take everything at like, I'm like, oh my God, they're just releasing sneak peeks. I don't, I don't think I'm, I'm so stupid. I'm like, Bravo is just releasing them. Like. (laughs) They always do. What do you mean? And then when you start talking like that, I'm like, oh, yep. They're doing it on purpose so that we talk about it and get all worked up. And then we watch. I mean, Beverly Hills ratings are crazy through the roof. Which do they deserve? Do they deserve? No. (laughs) No, they don't. And it's like, okay, I... I mean, like, they're releasing sneak peeks, like, every day. Like, I I mean, the episode ended, and then we got a sneak peek of Garcelle and Erica getting the apology. It's a literal seven-minute sneak peek. Seven minutes. It's the whole episode. It's literally the whole episode. (laughs) It's like, okay. But do I watch every week? Absolutely. I just... uh, I just want them to fight about things like that are actually happening on TV. And uh, oh, my God. You know what really set me off this week? What? Rinna's sympathy fucking post that she posted about her mom. Can you please give the listeners a little bit of a backstory for those who aren't on Instagram and for those of us, ahem, myself, who have since been blocked from <laughs> by Lisa Rinna. You like, are blocked. What happened? She blocked me because I was like, ma'am, I literally didn't even say anything crazy. I was just like this. Just can you give a little bit yeah, of yeah, yeah. a backstory of what happened? OK, so Lisa, give us a history. Bravo. History. For, for the last, I would say, I mean, I don't know what time is anymore. Mm. I'm going to say for the last like three weeks, Rin has been off her fucking rocker on Instagram. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. been DMs leaked. There's been. This guy who was apparently hired by Kathy, but hired by Rinna, hired by no one, hired by um, a mess. Then it was like, then then Rinna came for Garcelle and then Rinna came for Dubai. Dubai. What did the the women of Dubai ever do to Lisa Rinna? And she got eaten alive. Rinna Mm -hmm. is like so annoying because on Instagram, she's like, everyone's a fucking pussy. And then she deletes the Instagram stories within like an hour. I'm like, you're the pussy, actually. And then then so she creates all this drama and everyone's coming for her. And then she does the thing where she posts about her mother who died. And she's like, I'm just grieving. I feel like maybe I'm lashing out at people. And I'm like. Rina, Rina, baby. What are we doing here? Because she does this all the time. Like, she'll create all this shit and then be like, my mom died. It's like, well, Rena, we're all struggling. We are all struggling. And also, she has such a, a, a seeming allergic reaction to taking accountability for the ways that her behavior affects other people. She wants to pretend it's all a joke, but, like, she's not responsible as the primary clown. And so... Diana attacked a content creator who is a black woman on Instagram, got dragged for it, said that she didn't know what Crystal into it. (laughs) Crystal's like, what the fuck? Crystal into it by then posting a follow-up post because Garcelle said what Diana had done on Instagram was essentially ridiculous. Then Diana posted a follow-up. Guys, I got into this on like a 9 million Patreon. And the follow-up was essentially like, Garcelle, I can't be uneducated because I've given all of this money to specific organizations and causes in support of black communities. So essentially, it was like very... Like, I'm not racist. Right. It was giving big white savior complex of like, you should feel grateful to me for my Mm -hmm. generosity and you can't speak ill of me and then in the caption was like and crystal isn't lying which was completely if i was crystal i would have been like please don't include me in this conversation i was 
uh, I was literally stalking Crystal's life when this was going mm-hmm. on because I'm like, is she going to post something? I got nothing from her. She was on bikes Bye-bye. with her children in Amsterdam, and I was furious. I was like, <laughs> I want, I want Crystal to get involved now. Like, if we're gonna do this, like, let's go fucking in. And the thing is, is like, I think about this all the time because <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I just think about housewives more than I ever should. But like I was saying with New Jersey is like they treat it like it's their job. But they also just post like normal stuff online. Like they post like their kids at football games and like Antonia's cheer and like her knee is fixed and like Jackie with her son and like Mm -hmm. the and the women of Potomac do that too. Like where they're Mm -hmm. very kind of like very normal online. The women of Beverly Hills like they live in this like alternate universe where I don't like they kind of aren't in reality anymore. Like it's like just this own like little world that they've created. And it's just really, it's too like meta and it just like, it gets a little too confusing for me. And I, I tap out, I just get exhausted. Well, I feel like the women on New Jersey have lives and then they have the experience of housewives and the women on Beverly Hills Housewives has become their lives. Like just to close out shop on the Rinna Lois is my umbrella apology example, Mm -hmm. excuse, whatever. Rinna posted something like, oh, yes, receipts or whatever the fuck on Diana's completely asinine, absolutely insensitive Mm -hmm. and like a double down of where she is as far as complete blindness. Um, But Rinna posted essentially in support of that and then got very upset when people were like, what the fuck are you doing? And said, we need, we aren't able to even call out Garcelle with being called racist. This is all bullshit, whatever. And just said a lot of asinine responses on stories that people then dragged her for which then led into the like, guys, I'm just like hurting because of Lois, which your mother's death while being a traumatizing experience should not be used as a manipulative vehicle for your non-apology for your behavior. You need to be able to be held accountable for things you say, unless this is all a joke, but you can't joke about that. Like that's not funny. (laughs) It's not no. funny, but then she brings it to the place of like, this is how, and then she was looping in the Real Housewives of Dubai. It, if it doesn't make Weird. sense, guys, it's because it literally doesn't. Right. But it then makes a person exhausted mm-hmm. just by their behavior online, which is solely about their experience reacting to, I guess, their own selves online, which is like, is this why we're not getting an after show because of these <laughs> women's stories? Because I would much prefer. I would I love an after show. I would love an after show. But then I, I watch episodes like this week's BH, which again, I was putting off because I was so fucking exhausted mm-hmm. by everything online that I just watched it. And this is such a, a non moment. But like even like the sweet kind of funny thing of like, the women calling one of Sutton's matches and like FaceTiming him or something. And then he sees her surrounded by the women. I'm thinking to myself, like, I get that this is a joke and this is like a fun moment and I don't want to take away from that. But also like this is maybe a man she's interested in who's being introduced to her, not as Sutton, a woman who, you know, Jersey-esque, you're matching with somebody from, from Dolores on Jersey. And it's like, Dolores with her kids, Dolores doing whatever. And also, yes, she happens to be on the show. But like this is the experience of this woman is that she only lives in this world. It's not that this is one of many worlds she travels in. Feels like with Beverly Hills, it's like they're just stuck in this bubble. But what happens when it starts to not even like when it starts to pop? And this is not a comparison or an illusion that makes sense. But like what happens when this world starts to spoil? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm watching now. It's like these women reveling in the fact that they're on this show. But like what happens when the show starts to go? What back? happens when the show's gone? Yeah. Or when you're fired? Like what will happen? Yeah. And that's another thing. I have a little bone to pick with people is like just because you don't like how someone acted yeah. on the show 
please do not call for them to get fired. Like, do I think Kyle is wrong? Yes. Do I think Kyle should be fired? No. Do I think Erica should be fired? No. Like, the point is to watch different women have conflict and then have resolution. (laughs) Like, that is the point of it. I'm not watching it so all of these women get along and say perfect things all the time. That's not what I'm doing. Like, I... Ramona is a literal demon demon from hell. And I got to say, she keeps me entertained. I like watching her have conflict with other women. I find it to be fun. The the calling of people being fired. It's like, did we not learn anything from asking Tamara to be fired? Mm. I was one of those people. By the I way, was one of those people. I, I was, was like, tired. get her off my screen. She just needed to be paused. She just needed to be paused. I was like, get her off my screen. And then now I'm like, get her back on. Give her an orange. I mean, the thing with Kyle is, first off, again, still have that bone to pick with whomever decided to release because I know I'm being manipulated and I don't even remember how I'm supposed to be feeling about some of this stuff mm-hmm. within the context of the episode. But the thing with Kyle is, like, I really thought I was sitting Shiva for Kyle being put on pause in my top five. I would never say Kyle needs to be fired. I I would argue that this has been a very difficult week for those of us who had Kyle in her. T- it's just been it's very tough. tough because for some of us, it, it maybe we identify as the Kyle in the Kyle, Kathy, Kim, Minaj, like whatever it is. I know that there are people who have disliked Kyle for a long time. I just genuinely, I am charmed by Kyle. I like her. I enjoy her. I think that she is a good person. And to get the triple whammy that we got this week with the preview videos and then the episode, it was incredibly difficult. difficult. So I think for some of us, it was an explosion because it's like, you guys Wait. were fighting for your fucking lives. I feel like I was yeah. fighting for my life. And it really, truly, I really did sit Shiva for Kyle in my top five yeah. asterisk Kyle on pause because I am not ready to retire her. Oh. And then I did have a voicemail conversation with a friend of the show, OG of the AG, Damien Bellino, before recording where I was like, okay. It is no having watched the episode. It is not sitting Shiva, guys, which is like the Jewish funeral uh, or the Jewish mourning. It's like a Jewish wake following a funeral of somebody dying. We're no longer sitting Shiva. It is, in fact, to me, a little bit of a Kyle Richards Yom Kippur, which is the Jewish Day of Atonement, one of our holiest days. I'm sure my childhood Rabbi Gutterman, uh, my childhood Rabbi Rabbi Gutterman is loving this. But um, I really just think. She hasn't been held accountable before. And mm-hmm. maybe now's the opportunity for us to be like, okay, maybe for some of us, we always thought like all these women were bad, but like Kyle, the dogs, the German shepherd, the four kids, like maybe it's like, okay, maybe she's also not, not great, which is tough. That's tough. Kyle, 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 Kyle. Kyle is not a star. Kyle. Wow. Wow. Yeah, That's not. the first sentence. <laughs> okay. Let me, let me let me clarify. And I loved Kyle and I still oh, like shit. her. I don't I'm not as charmed by her yeah, and her Mo anymore. Mm-hmm. But Kyle's not a star. You know who is a star? Kim. No, no. Kimmy. I knew you were going to say that. No, Kimmy. just because we just She's like Kyle. Or, or no, no, no. Listen, hear me out. Like Kim. No. Kyle shines as a sidekick. Kyle Mm -hmm. shines as someone bouncing off of the star like a Lisa Vanderpump. She thrives in that role, reacting to Lisa Vanderpump's antics, reacting to Kimmy, reacting to Kathy, because Kathy's quite a star as well. Kyle just needs to take the crown off, give it to Garcelle, befriend Garcelle, and shine off of that. She can still be a star as a sidekick. Like, who's a famous sidekick? Um, uh, uh, Johnny Carson's co-host. What's his face? Um, she could be like 
publisher's clearinghouse with what's his face. This yeah, is yeah, a yeah. deep cut, but you get what I'm saying. She, to me, that's where she shines. That's where she thrives. Yeah. And she needs to go back there because this whole matriarch of the show, you're, it's not working. She's getting herself into too much trouble. How do you have a star like Garcelle? How, how is Garcelle considered the star in an environment when there is a cast majority, the numbers work against her? These women do not want Garcelle to win. But they don't want her to win. They don't want Sutton to win because Sutton is adjacent to... They don't want Sutton to win because Sutton isn't... Sutton's too quirky to win. You know, like, how does this environment work when the seeming Bravo community, in large part is rooting for two women who, because of a numbers game, are in the minority on screen because the cast majority has decided that they're not going to win. Like, how do, you, how do you make that math work? I took algebra two twice, <laughs> so please don't ask me about math. <laughs> I mean, I failed geometry my first time. Okay. I mean... Shapes are hard. Shapes are <laughs> math is hard. Numbers are hard. Um, women in STEM. So I just feel like <laughs> Garcelle is just she's a natural born performer. She's a star. And these women better get on board because the new the new generation is coming in and they're freaking out. Like we got Crystal. We got Sutton. We got Cherie. We got Garcelle. They're freaking out. These old biddies are not handling it well. I think this is Rinna's last season, if we're being honest. Do you? Mm-hmm. But do you think that they would ever let her go? Yes. I feel like production is not thinking. I on think the, production I think that they hates think that, her. Really? I yes. feel like they give her, she's the most overvalued asset on Beverly Hills. But I think that they're afraid of letting her go. I think Andy is still charmed by her. I think he thinks that her chaos is still valuable. I bet Rinna is so fun in real life. Like, I bet, like, uh, when he did his little walk of fame star and she was there, mm. I bet she's a good time. But it's yeah. like, she just gets so wrapped up in the, like, the Instagram of it all and the this and the that, that it just kind of like you're losing people mm-hmm. like, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm st- what am I talking about? I just think that right now there's such a sharpness to so many of the women on the cast and the way that Rinna and Diana seemingly that Rinna's introduction to Diana on the show, I'm sure with seemingly obviously with Kyle's a okay on the matter was to say, we will protect you, just help us make this other woman feel bad, meaning Sutton. And they're working so hard, and it's so clumsy but effective within the environment Mm -hmm. that it's like, I don't know. It seems like Sutton really needs defending, but also she is a grown woman, I can't use my voice as a substitute for hers, you know, like as Garcelle cannot as well. But like, what are we even watching play out here? At I don't this know. Point? I never know. It's kind of how I felt with Salt Lake City, like after the SWAT team surrounding the van at Beauty Lab and Lanes for parking lot. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really get a grasp on what I was watching. Like there was so many different conflicts, like. And so many things happening. And I was like, what is going Like every week, I was truly just in shock. I was like, I don't know what I'm watching. I'm still going to watch. But I'm, it's unclear what's really happening. And that's how I feel. Yeah, about I get us. I just want to get to the Kathy. That. I want to get to Aspen. I want to get to Kathy. I want to get to it. Because I want to watch Kyle throw another sister under the bus. I... That's where she, that's what she does best. I mean, it is, but also while we're here watching the fallout of that party, knowing what is to come, it is just kind of a strange, because at what point do you decide that your investment was bad? Like the way that, or is this how Kyle really feels like? putting her hands on people being honestly to me she was 
physically aggressive with Sutton in a way that That's was... That's Big Kathy. That's Big Kathy coming out. If you've read House of Hilton, Big Kathy was okay, I quite a... but I've... She shoved, she shot a woman's foot in a door. For fun? Anger. Yeah. Big Kathy was nuts. So sometimes you see it jump out of Kyle. She has a really, she has a good handle on it. But when she gets like angry, like when she was in the limo with Kim, like, mm, I feel like she wanted it. to choke Kim. <laughs> like she just gets, Big Kathy just jumps out. And I think Kyle likes the fact that, like, she was the little sister who was kind of, like, not discarded, but, like, I don't know, not as, like, you know, she wasn't Kathy who married, like, a Hilton. She wasn't Kim mm-hmm. who, like, was the star. She was just little, little, little Doogie. And little Doogie is now getting her revenge. And that is in the form of putting her sisters on the show and throwing them under the bus. Ciao, AGs. I am speaking to you right now from Rome, Italy, where I am having a little bit of a European adventure. While I love the city and have had so many unique experiences to historical sites, the Vatican, we went to the Pantheon earlier today, there was a little bit of a hiccup in the apartment that we're staying in. And while I really enjoyed getting to know Fabrizio, the owner of the flat, there was a little bit of a language barrier because I unfortunately do not speak any Italian, even though I have watched The Sopranos all the way through at least three times. And this is where Rosetta Stone comes in. What would have helped me enormously in traveling abroad would have been brushing up, also known as entirely learning, the language of Italian. It could have broken down barriers and conversation with Fabrizio. And I also think speaking the language of the place that you're in is a sign of respect to the locals. It's also the ability to fully immerse yourself in the experience. And me not knowing any Italian, apologies to my grandpa Reno, who did make pizza from scratch, it would have been an incredible and even more incredible memorable experience. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, that's right, German, Chinese, and even more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in so many ways. There are no English translations, so you can really learn, listen, and think in that language you want to learn. It's designed for long-term retention, which is especially helpful for me because while this is my first trip to Italy, I really truly hope it won't be my last. The lifetime membership that Rosetta Stone offers has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses that Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, AGs can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. Ciao. Hey, AGs. Are you ready to add a touch of luxury to your home, just like the Real Housewives? BCC Villa Rosa, obvs. Introducing Home Threads, where style meets comfort for the ultimate glam experience. Picture this. Chic furniture, one could even say chic c'est la vie, that mirrors the elegance of your favorite housewives' mansions. With exclusive designer collections and a curated selection, HomeThreads.com has everything you need to make your space as fabulous as the housewives themselves and always at the best value. Unlike Joe Gorka's initial attempts at windows, perhaps. Now, I have to tell you, I know that Padma is no longer on Top Chef, and may her memory be a blessing, but nothing has made me feel better prepared to host future seasons and potentially even iterations of Top Chef Upper East Side Edition than the Henkel's clad 10-piece stainless steel cookware set in silver that I got along with a two-piece stainless steel ceramic non-stick fry set from Zwilling thanks to Home Threads. It makes me feel like I am finally ready to be a top chef 
one egg over easy at a time. They're gorgeous. They look great in the apartment. For someone like me who lives in New York City, which with a very small space, what I have in my kitchen is important because guests who come to visit me see it. And I'm so, so thankful to have discovered home threads because now I feel fully prepared to make eggs a la Francais. Head over to homethreads.com today and live your best real housewives life. Go to homethreads.com slash scrolls and get a code for 15% off your first order. Again, that's homethreads.com slash scrolls for a 15% off code off your first order. Homethreads, love where you live. I mean, there's absolutely that, and there's also probably some residual coverage for them that we're seeing emanate in other ways. The way that Erica is fun. The way that Erica shouldn't be held accountable for her behavior, but also her behavior isn't that bad because it's now fun. That like was Kyle's so idea weird. Of fun is very strange to me. I'm like... Erica is mixing medication and alcohol and yelling at children. Like, what are we talking about? I truly, like, I I just don't get the logic. And it's very, it's almost kind of coming into Teresa Giudice territory for me. Mm -hmm. Like, where there's just so much hypocrisy. And I'm like, you can't actually believe this. Kyle's just dedicated to this idea of, like, we're the core four. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to support Erica no matter what. And it's like, but Erica is so wrong. And you can see in Dorit's face, like, Dorit is struggling with that, I think. Like, yeah, where she's Dorit, like. Dorit, I think, is more of a person. Yeah. Yes, Dorito is a person. And, I mean, I think her and Garcelle are fine now because I've seen them out together. Yeah. So I'm like, that's mm-hmm. good. So, I mean, I'd love to see maybe, like, a shift in alliance. Like, I need something like that. Like, I just, oh, I need it so badly. <laughs> Well, there's a moment where Garcelle is essentially bearing the idea of fun absolutely under the bus by, and of course, all of my comparisons today make total sense. Guys, don't think about them any further. But the idea that like alcohol doesn't change a person, it reveals them. And I wonder, similar to like having too many rounds of champs, what happens when you're on this show too long? Mm -hmm. Like there is something to be said for having too much to drink and also something to be said for like filming this show over a decade where it does reveal you and maybe this is the Kyle who we were able to for some of us enjoy hidden behind LVP who was just more outward even in how secretive she was and how much she didn't want to say about her own character like the Kyle reveal maybe happened after a few too many rounds where like, this is the person, Mm -hmm. this is her thinking, this is her frame of mind. Or also this is just the desperation she feels because she wants to keep the majority intact. Yeah. You can't defend (sighs) speaking. I don't care. Well, and Erica even apologized. Yeah. She did. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. Like, Erica acknowledged, I mean, in the sneak peek that we got, you know, the 15-minute-long sneak peek, half of next right. week's episode. <laughs> um, Erica was like, I, it was wrong. Like, I was speaking to him like he was an adult, and that was on me. I shouldn't have done that. Um, So it's like when someone apologizes like that, and then Kyle still is like, no, no, no. She was having fun. I'm like, really? Shut the fuck up. Like, what it just is like why are you going to this length to defend someone's behavior and also I mean I did ask this question earlier in the week I was like imagine Mm -hmm. if someone spoke to Portia like that a hundred percent or little Jaggy Mm -hmm. imagine the outrage Kyle would have Kyle would lose her fucking mind if Sutton looked at Portia and said get the fuck out of here like I'm so confused by Kyle's logic. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, there's that, but there's also to me, like your child is your child, no matter how old. And Erica attempting to be like, oh, 16's almost an adult. Oh, wait, he's 14. That changes things. I don't care. No, it's weird. How old Jack's 
is and was when the moment was filmed 14 16 whatever 14 does make it obviously extra troubling but you were not to speak to you are a guest at this party you've anointed yourself the star or given yourself a lot of freedom or understood how protected you are when you lash out while drunk it doesn't in any way excuse any i don't care how old oliver is that he's third he is obviously physically uncomfortable and there are several instances for kyle manhandling sutton and with erica with two of garcelle's kids where it's like you understand you're crossing boundaries you just simply don't care about this person and who they represent enough to be respectful and it is that to me show of disrespect where it's like she's not doing it because of oliver and jacks she's doing it to me because she doesn't give a shit about garcelle no not at all i totally agree with you it's it was so shocking like to watch i i was just like oh my god because she went from one second being very inappropriate with oliver to then telling the other son to get the fuck out and i was like Ma'am, do you not remember when Eileen mentioned your child? Right. And then there's also the Garcelle mentioned Rinna's daughter in her book or Mm -hmm. something like that. And the Mm -hmm. women went crazy. They were like, Mm -hmm. she's talking about my daughter. She's talking about my daughter. And I'm like, she briefly mentioned your daughter in the book. It's just, it's so crazy to me. I I don't know. I don't know. Where do we go from here? Do we keep the cast? I mean, like, but what do we do? And also the fact that there are 17, listen, somebody's at the door. It's probably Bravo HQ. There are 1,700 episodes. It's Lisa Rinna. It's literally Andrew. It's baby Ben being like, when is it my time to shine? I don't know how many more episodes. There's like a million left in the season. I'm exhausted. I think this season curdled i'm i'm kind of done with it i was not looking forward to watching this episode i'm not having fun no it's like and beverly hills has always been something that like we talk about stuff that happened off screen like even from the very beginning season Mm -hmm. one they talked about the thing that kyle allegedly said to camille Mm -hmm. so it's that i understand but it's this alliance and this like we're not even going to call each other out for being wrong. And that I just, they lose me. They really lose me. And I do think that Kyle has always gotten away with being Jim and Pam from the office with like the mugging to the camera and having moments and being supportive of the people that she was aligned with, whether she said words out loud or just gave eyes. And this is maybe the first moment where that's actually being called out, where it's Mm -hmm. like you're doing a lot right now. And also for a woman who thrives on silence and dragging out moments of discomfort and weaponizing those moments against people that she wants to bring down. To not even allow a moment of silence just in your facial reaction and expression because Erica deserves to be punished. Like, Erica deserves to be held accountable for her poor behavior. You won't even allow that to happen because you're that uncomfortable with silence against your alliance is incredibly... It's yeah just, it's, it's not wrong. good it's not good and I mean I mean watching Sutton apologize to her and then have Kyle go you're really hard to apologize or having Kyle apologize to Sutton I'm sorry right. and having Kyle be like you're really hard to apologize to I'm like what is your fucking problem like I don't know what's going on with Kyle I don't know like you said if we're this is the Kyle we've always seen like I've always there's always been a little bit of a mean streak with her yeah. to me when they yeah. hit the crutches and then mm-hmm. just I mean Sutton and Sutton is being treated like Brandy was and I had a really big problem with that during I think it was like season four or five when they mm-hmm. all just decided like Brandy's done we're like nothing she does is going to be is going to be right so we're we're done here and then brandy lost her mind and then blew it all up but that's just kind of how i feel i mean at least that was a little bit more honest it's kyle pretending that she's 
or Kyle or were Sutton accepting Kyle's friendship as a close as a close friend who she can keep in confidence it's like I I just can't imagine someone touching my physical body if I didn't want them to a close friend trying to grab my I don't care how drunk you are how drunk you think you are or how much you want me to feel bad you are not jerking my body toward your attention so that you can be a piece of shit more I don't under I don't I would fucking lose my mind I would lose my mind like I I would go into fight or flight mode and I would spit on her or something like I do not touch me do not grab me do not touch me I would I would freak out if someone did that to me I really would and then especially talking about a miscarriage right like not only that it was like a double whammy it was like it and Diana is such a fucking weirdo. I don't know how else to describe her other than like, she's so weird. I don't understand what the purpose of her being on the show is. I don't understand her. I don't want to understand her. I think she's mean. I I don't think that there's any warmth to her, any depth to her. I, I just, I can't. I, can't. I mean, she is soulless. Like she might soulless. Is, she's like maybe exactly what and how Sutton described her, and I think that's maybe why Rena is so pissed mm-hmm. because Diana was her biggest investment, maybe in her future on the show or in having like a fun friend or whatever. This woman is like wealthy AF, and it's just not. Not I was very curious about her when she started. I completely was like, oh, let's this is like really interesting casting, whatever else. I'm like, oh, this is just a mean, soulless spirit. And it, even really with her is. talking to Rinna, like their scenes together feel so yeah. weird and like hollow, as Heather Debro would say. Mm-hmm. That I'm just I, I can't get on board. I'm like, how did she get a diamond? How? I mean. I, I just don't like her. I don't trust her. I think that there's some skeletons in that closet. And it's so fucking weird to me when people come on these shows with skeletons and then get mad when people ask about them. I'm like, babe, you're literally on a reality show. You're on a reality show. This is what's going to happen. What do you mean? People are going to talk about that shitty book you wrote. That's very weird. Why was Rina the one to bring it up, though? Surely she understood. Maybe Thank they you just for really pointing don't that know out. Each other. Why was that? I've truly been wondering that myself. I'm like, Rina's the one that kept asking about it, and Rina's the one that knows the history or the rumors about this book, and she's the one asking about it. And she's not getting in any trouble for it. Of course not. Because she, Diana was told to have her eye on Sutton and, like, will not stop. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's also a much less successful version of what we saw with LVP and Dorit, Dorit's first season of, mm-hmm. like, here is who you are going to attack mm-hmm. and here is who I want to get revenge on. Mm-hmm. And that is your primary job. Except mm-hmm. with Diana, I feel like because Diana seems so incurious that maybe she does also really dislike Sutton because Sutton doesn't fit into the Sutton's not bland. And I think Diana surrounds herself with a lot of very wealthy and very rich bland. You could argue that Rinna herself is actually quite bland because to say how fun you are and loud and whatever it's, such a performance that it's bland because yeah. it's not original and it's not real. So mm-hmm. like I would add Rinna to that pile of bland and Sutton doesn't fit into that. She's unique. And I guess when you have that kind of wealth and power and you don't want to hear anybody's voice except echoes of your own, unique is the worst possible attribute a person could have. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. There's just something so just off putting about her to me. Like I just don't enjoy looking at her watching her listening to her I think it's I just don't I don't like it at all I don't like it at all I do want to shift gears a little bit yeah of course let's talk about something fun um girls trip oh my god the light of my life (laughs) the thing that keeps me going 
the palate cleanser every Thursday morning? Are you kidding? Let's talk about it. Please. Please. I love Girls Trip. I love it so much. It is how I felt about Girls Trip 1 and Real Houses Mm. of Miami. Mm. Like where I just am like, this is fresh. This is fun. This is like dynamic. There's women that I've watched for years and years come together and like live in a house. It's like I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. I'm look at me. I'm smiling from ear to ear. I'm so happy. I love it so much. Dorinda is rotten to her core. And <laughs> do you know how much that hurts me to say? I was going to ask you. I wanted to know. Because I, I think you know that Dorinda is like mm-hmm. my fucking girl. Mm-hmm. I, ro- I rode so hard for Dorinda. Mm-hmm. I would like, and I wasn't even one of those people that would like make excuses for her behavior. I was like, yeah, like she's a little, you know. No, but you keep it real. You, yeah. You it like real. I was like, yeah. she can be a bitch. That was messed up what she said about Tin. So you're like, I'm aware of these things. Mm-hmm. But whoa. Whoa. <laughs> she's rotten. She's a rotten apple. And she's just mean. Like, and there's no accountability. There's no apology. It's just she yells and lashes out, says the meanest things to you, literally throws daggers at you, and then cries about her house after. I'm like, what is happening right now? She's like... Bobby is dead. You are a thirsty bitch. I'm so stressed out because so many people are in my house. It's like, what? You don't get to yell at people like that because you have people in your home. That's not how this works. And I'm also a little upset because I feel like it shifts the power dynamics in the show having it at her house. Like, I feel like if they Mm. were in a neutral location, maybe we would be getting a different Dorinda. But because we're getting this... This is tough. Her in that hot air balloon. I was screaming. She acted like it was literally Jesus rising from the dead when it was being blown up. She was like, look at it, guys. And they were like, you eviscerated Jill last night. What is happening? She's like, get in the basket. It was nuts. But I love every second of it. I never want her back on Housewives. Well, that's the problem. Is Mm -hmm. that like. That we could have, had we wanted to understand, she wants to be back so desperately, but not desperately enough to understand why she was put on pods. She went on Watch What Happens and said explicitly, I don't want to know why that happened, but essentially I do very much want to be back. And we're watching a woman refuse to acknowledge that she needs to maybe learn her lesson, and this is the result of that refusal. It's tough. Like, it's really, she's gotten worse since Tinsley. This is like a much darker Dorinda. This is, we got Dorinda in the shadows. Like, this is, <laughs> this is, unwe- this is unreal. Like, because I thought yeah, it's unwell. It's she unwell. was going to be put on pause, as she says. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. She was going to be put on pause. And she was going to maybe reflect, Mm -hmm. take some time, take a beat, Mm -hmm. maybe Mm -hmm. look herself in the mirror a little bit. Mm -hmm. Instead, she's wrapped ribbons around a tree. She prays to Richard. She cries in this house. She doesn't understand why she was put on pause. I'm like, babe, your behavior right now in this house and how you're treating guests in your home is why you're never coming back. Like, I can see Jill becoming a friend up. Jill's redemption arc is thrilling yeah Yeah. because you know i love my jilly i mean jillian zarin you know gloria 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 calling and saying if i ever ran into jorinda she's going to have a terrible day was an iconic moment like the threat of a 95 year old jewish mother living in boca you don't want to fuck with that dorinda would be absolute dorinda would be the filet they serve at lunch if Gloria ever saw her within a mile mm-hmm. and I I deeply enjoyed that moment but with Dorinda it's like this is you know this is the problem here of us pretending that we don't drink and that we're not filled with rage because you can have <laughs> one without the other maybe mm-hmm. for a couple seasons but certainly not both and definitely not the denial of either this is you don't nap 
the woman we I know what she wears to go to sleep every day. At four. Yes, she goes what to sleep every day. What am I even watching mm-hmm. in her like cotton attire? Yeah, specifically for her napping. Mm-hmm. She was a proper cotton nightgown and goes to sleep at four o'clock. She literally says that in season seven of Housewives of New York. And I'm just like all the women are just like she's fucking crazy. And even Vicky, Victoria yeah. Gunvalson. Yeah. Yeah. Has grown. Has grown. I mean, the restraint that this woman has shown in this house. I am like, she's so brokenhearted over Steve, who, oh, my God, can we talk about something that I have been saying for years? And to watch Tamara Judge echo the things Mm -hmm. that I have been saying, Mm -hmm. Brooks dicked Vicky down. Mm -hmm. Brooks laid it down on Vicky. They fucked like you would never believe they were 50 shades of gray. Like they were fucking and Steve Mm -mm. Lodge didn't, he didn't have a sexual bone in his body. Not for her. Not for Vicky. She needs to be fucked. Like this woman, I'm sorry. Is that crass? I wonder if Vicky has ever utilized a vibrator before. Do we know that about her? There was no vibrator. I don't think Vicky would do that. I think Vicky yeah, loves so, the, okay. the weight of a man on her body. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Steve was definitely a weight. Brooks was the love of her life. I'm sorry. Brooks was the love of her life. He was. He was. He is the one that got away, and she's furious about it. She knows that she would have stayed with him if the if America didn't look Vicky in the eye and be like, get out. Yeah, she didn't care that she didn't care that Brianna was like, get out. She's like, go oh, fuck yourself. Stop yeah, talking. she was like, Brianna, go America, live with your weird. Have you been following Ryan Culberson's journey on Instagram? Yeah, I'm a vegetarian. And I got to tell you that eating that much meat on a daily basis, I don't care what program you're on. It cannot be good raw, for you. It raw meat. Oh, right. He eats and barefoot. He walks barefoot every day in the woods with a walking stick. He's lost his goddamn mind. And Brianna's lost it, too. Poor Brianna. I, I'm sorry. As a nurse, like, how do you look at your husband and say this is normal behavior? I don't know. Someone goes, they're in, they're he's trying woods. to be the liver king. <laughs> so I, do you know who that is? No, but I'm scared. Don't Google it. Don't no, Google the liver like, king. <laughs> it's like saying don't look up, which I've watched this week he literally 17 times. He is seriously the scariest man on the internet. Awesome. So scary. But yeah, so Ryan's trying to be the liver king. But I'm just so happy that Tamara said it because I've been saying it for years that Brooks and Vicky fuck like no other. And it's like she's never going to she's never going to have that again. Can I ask you a question? How do you think that these women are receiving the attention or what's the difference do you think between what these women are being told by the audience versus production right now about how these episodes are are coming out and the response i think the women are just really happy being on the show like i i got the impression that really the thirstiest people were jill and dorinda i Mm. felt that like i think Tamara, of course would be so thrilled to come back but i think she's like got a good grasp on like if i don't like i'll still be fine and taylor's like totally fine like they're aware of that like I don't think Brandy wants to be back on the show you think Taylor's Taylor's trying so hard I think Taylor Taylor woke up uh, Taylor woke up and went Oklahoma on Brandy's ass and it was so bizarre and it was so random um I think they feel that they're being perceived really well like I think Mm. they're really I don't know what do you think I mean the Taylor stuff is tough because I think that she had specific instances and examples of moments to hold Brandy accountable. But it's also like, remember that you're not talking to a wall. This person is going to respond and she's going to respond back with a lot of weight. Like she's not going to just mm-hmm. allow this. And she's, if you're upset at her for calling people bitches and saying to shut the fuck up over nothing, imagine when you attempt to call out her character representing someone who we haven't thought of in a literal decade Mm -hmm. who she's fine with who she's fine with Mm -hmm. how that's going to land that being said I think the editors took out 
the completion of Brandy's sentence because it was in fact so horrifying that they went from the beginning of the sentence to the reaction to protect themselves, let alone Brandy, Mm -hmm. who I don't know that I would think of her as like thirsty or dry. I just think she's a maniac. Mm -hmm. And like this is she's reactive. She's incredibly reactive and maybe to a different extent for different reasons, deeply uninterested in changing. Then, Yeah, she's I think she's fine. Like with just this is who she is. And what I find really, really refreshing is that she's surrounded by women like Phaedra who understand this about her, who are like, then don't say those things to her. Like Brandy is going to say shit back to you. And it was nice to have to watch. I mean, I know Brandy said probably something really vile and disgusting, but I didn't hear it. So I'm right. She's okay, awful. so yeah, no. So what you definitely didn't hear was Brandy saying, "You can't say anything. How can you call your season a success when your husband died by suicide?" Which is the unfortunately more politically correct way of saying what she actually said. What did she actually say? Like she, I'm sure she was like, "How can you call your season a success when your husband killed himself?" Oh, mm. you yeah, know what that's I'm not nice. Like it's. No, it's but and then it's also like and then your reaction to Dorinda's comparison is like, but you just literally did the exact same thing, but you pulled from real light. It was just a fucking mess. But I do think at a certain extent, if Beverly Hills learned from Phaedra's example of trying to understand a person while not forgiving them for their poor behavior, Mm -hmm. we might have a more interesting season instead of what we're left with. And Eva kind of lost me this episode. She kind of reminded me of like why I'm like, oh yeah, this is why you weren't on Housewives for very long. (laughs) Because she was forgiving Dorinda's behavior? No, we're just like the walking away, like not sitting at the table being like, this is really dark energy. Like I don't do this dark energy. It's like, shut up, shut up. You're on Housewives. You're literally in a haunted mansion. You're surrounded by ghosts and dark energy. Okay. Deal with it. It was just like be involved. And I remember being frustrated by her during her seasons because I'm like, why are you not like in the mix as much? Like she's really only in it if it's like someone's speaking directly to her. Like when she dragged Marlo on the bus. Never forget. It was like a war of words, and I thought it was lovely. I want I want that. See, I actually feel like she is involving herself. To an she has been. I, I appreciate, but then I'm also like with the Dorinda stuff, it's like you're not – you're listening to Dorinda's – you're listening to a part of Dorinda's response, but you're not taking into account her behavior the way that you are for other people, including Vicky, and it's like very – I would mm-hmm. like to know Eva's reactions to things now seeing Dorinda's behavior in a more holistic perspective yeah. where you're actually seeing her overreact from the jump. I would like to see her perspective then. Listen, I could talk to you all day. You know I die for you. You know I do. It can We cannot wait another 100 episodes for you to No, I know. It's, Please. It's been forever. It's been forever. Can you tell the AGs? where they can follow you online a little bit about the pod what you got cooking with the dip what's going on yeah so you can follow me at bravo historian on instagram you can follow me at take your zoloft on twitter um very unhinged over there i treat it like my diary i i literally throw things out online and i think no one even looks oh my god i forget that people follow me and then i'm like oh People are responding. People are engaging. This is really stressful. Uh, So there's that. Um, Like I tweeted about, I tweeted like at Brett Kavanaugh this morning and I'm sure I'm getting notifications. Does Brett Kavanaugh have a Twitter? Um, Well, he got chased out of a dinner at Morton's Steakhouse. He had to go through the secret exit door. And I, and he said that that's like infringing and trampling on people's rights and liberties. Oh. And I was like, babe, you're oh, no, read the sir. room, sweetie. Read the room. Mm, yeah. So oh, there's that. God. So I'm, I'm dreading looking at my phone. Cause I know like some bots are probably like saying crazy shit to me, but anyways, so you can follow me there. Um, 
You can obviously listen to me at Hot Off The Mess or wherever you listen to podcasts. I put out a new episode usually every Friday. This summer, I've been kind of taking a little bit of time off. I got to be okay, honest. Cool. Just Love because, a summer like, Friday. Because I, Friday. you know, it was like I did three episodes a week for like over a year. Like I Jesus. was just tired. So I, I just needed a minute, but I'm coming back. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And guys, uh, hop on over to the Andy's Girls Patreon for a Yom Kippur special episode of What the Fuck Kyle. Patreon.com slash Andy's Girls. Follow me on social on Instagram at Dame Galley. And Sam, thanks for coming back. A pleasure. Thanks for having so good. me. Oh, my God. I really feel so much better about Do you? the experience of watching Beverly Hills this morning after our talk. I really oh, good. Do. I, really I hope that we like came to some sort of like you know understanding of what the fuck we're watching i think we did and i'm really excited um for the patreon episode which is literally just scathing scathing reviews oh behavior, i'm, I'm so excited it's it's a hot one it's uh the temperature has risen in the shul um guys hope you're all doing okay and we will chat with you soon Bye-bye. bye bye